back to the 99 where we are focused on brewing a better competitive commander. I'm your host, Patrick Marlette. Justin Rodriguez. And today we're talking about the state of MTG. All the madness that's happening with COVID-19 and card prices, the buyouts we're seeing, uh, and just a kind of a safety measure for you guys. Mm -hmm. We've mentioned it in a lot of our staples videos, but now's not a great time to buy. No, this is totally a seller's market. Yes, definitely 100%. a seller's market. Also the craziness regarding sets that are coming out that aren't even nearing release. Triple digit masters. Triple digit <laughs> masters. Guys, double masters. We're gonna talk a little bit about that, mm -hmm. as well as the companion rules that have been modified as of today, as of Triple homeless. generic companions. Yes. <laughs> Do we start with that, actually? Yeah, we can. Um, so they just released a new errata for companions. And this is really sad. I mean, we already knew that companions were kind of busted. Yeah, but they Very blew busted. up. They blew up. They blew up. I yeah. mean, this was incredible on Cube. This didn't see too much play in CDH. I mm -hmm. mean, Zerda and the Dawn Walker did. That yes. was a really cool deck. Yes. Yeah, and then we also saw um, Sisei Gigantha. Sisei Gigantha. And Gigantha a couple lists. Very cool. And then one of our players, uh, Brendan, if you're watching this, um, he plays a list and he's still committed to playing it. But yeah. I'll be damned if it's not more difficult now. Um, but yes. <laughs> it's a lot more di difficult because now it's once per game. Anytime you can cast a sorcery, a sorcery. This is this is the really damning part. Yeah. Uh, you can play three pay three generic mana um, to put your commander, your companion. <laughs> from your sideboard uh, into your hand. So it's a special action. It's like a morphing, right? Um, so it doesn't have any, any, there's no interactions. So it's an activated ability, but it happens at sorcery speed. It's, it's very weird. They're trying to clean up the mess they made with companions because they're very good. It turns out they're having insanely good. an eighth card, but essentially what they've made companions are, they're like wish cards. It's like a, exactly. it's like a card yep. that says wish on it and you don't need a wish card in your deck to pull it from your sideboard. Now, we're gonna talk about how this impacts Commander uh, more in depth in the meat of this video, but I do want to talk about our partner, TCG Player, before we jump into this one. Guys, I'm telling you not to buy any of these cards, but if you insist, <laughs> if you do, if you really want to, please buy them through the link in the description. Guys, if you like this channel, you wanna help support us indirectly, do so via the link in the description because TCG Player has the best prices year round. Uh, occasionally kickbacks that you should be looking out for. Mm -hmm. It's one of the best ways to just buy in bulk. So if you're trying to help yourself, help us out while you're at it. Also, guys, if you don't help support us directly, you can do so via Patreon and or mm -hmm. Anchor, uh, which is the site you're going to be listening to this too. Um, but guys, Patreon members, you all know this already. I'm going to be thanking each one of you individually with Justin at the end of this video. Thank oh, you so much yeah. for your patronage. You guys <laughs> are the best, especially um, if you're in an industry affected by COVID-19 and you're still hooking us up, you're amazing. But guys, take care of yourselves first. Uh, before ever worrying about us please do but regarding companion <laughs> and commander so the ruling specifically states sideboard now as we all know a commander doesn't have sideboard uh, the rules committee sort of skirted past this by stating yes. it's just it's just its own it's its own zone it's its own thing essentially they haven't placed a name on it because that would be a slippery slope but there's no sideboard in commander you're still able to use companions in commander with this, with this rule. You can, and now they definitely dodge Dranith Magistrate, which is... I mean, I, that's yeah. the only pro I can see to this. You're not casting from no. another zone. Because you're putting it um, into your hands. So you're fortunate yeah. that you can do that. I mean, was Dranith... We've uh, played a lot of games since Dranith's release, and I have yeah. to say Dranith is as damning as we all imagined, especially when he was played on curve. Oh, most trust definitely. me, like, not that many commanders can be 
cast before Adranic Magistrate. And you know not I mean? many commanders um, can operate without their commander. Yeah. In a game-winning state. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, for most, all cases, I can think of, like, the commander is a huge well, part of the win. A lot, a lot of the off-meta commanders can. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, can't, but your Demonic Consultation, Thassa's Oracle, you, yeah. you don't need your commander for that. No, so, no. But just having your commander there is always going to obviously help you, whatever your game package is. Um, but again, like the AB combo like that, where instead mm -hmm. of the 99, it's not a huge issue. So yes, this does skirt past Dreadeth Magistrates of the world, but by and large... That's such a low pro. Exactly. <laughs> it's essentially a three CMC or three generic tax on your companion and does that mean decks like zerto with the wild that i illustrated here are they still viable uh it's gonna play a lot slower and i have to say that part of the dynamic of that list is how fast it could go mm -hmm. uh it's slowed down dramatically now because we're not able to play zerta on curve because zerta now unless we put zerta in the 99 yes which changes the dynamic completely because then you are in, you don't have to worry about companionship costs. You can just it's do true. whatever the hell you want with your deck. But and, then you have to tutor for it, which is and it's a, a different whole deck. other step. So and it's, it's, it's just a different deck. Yeah. Because essentially, a companions up to this point were being treated as if they were like partners. They're exactly. like another thing mm -hmm. you could cast at any given turn for value. And I think, I'm going to loosely say it, I think companion is probably going to be dead for the most part. Again, Gigantha... And Zerta were maybe the big ones, and some people were exploring Luris as a potential companion and commander. Um, I think those decks are, are going to be... They were already just fair, and mm -hmm. now they're they're a lot weaker. So I think the biggest hit to this is the sorcery speed needing to bring this to your hand. I mean, yeah. if this was instant speed, I feel like it wouldn't be that bad. You know, I can play this on an off turn. I can, I can use the three generic when I know everybody's tapped out or it's going to be my turn now and I'm not worried about it. But if I'm having to commit three mana on my turn and literally just say, like, I don't really have much mana more to interact, no. that's rough. That's really rough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're spending, like, a good portion of your turn just bringing this to your hand and not doing anything with it unless you cheat it out. So Brendan was also talking about Goyo's like, Vengeance. Go yeah, there's, there's ways sneak to bring... attack through the breach. There's yeah. things to do with it, but... They're not great. They're not great. And, but see, the issue there is that you're dependent, again, on another card being in the 99 that's going to help you situationally. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, it was just a cast from this magical zone that existed outside of the sideboard or your command zone. It's, it's insane... How the effect it had on the game, especially in other formats. That's why this happened. It's not... It yeah. wasn't a relevant concern in Commander. It was never a relevant thing in CDH, yeah. but I really enjoyed seeing Companions in CDH. I mean, this was more Super deck points. diversity. This was a lot of fringe lists that were actually very competitive, and I had a great time seeing these decks operated and played. Yeah. I was like, whoa, you can win like that? That is so cool. And now I can't see that. Yeah. Well, I can, but to less effective. I honestly think... Like, and just on a side note, like, like Marath likes to say, and yeah. those are the main decks that you know we've mostly played in our circle. I'll state, uh, with this new ruling, uh, and the rules committee has already stated that they're going to be following this guideline. I mean, and they should. They, yeah, they should. They shouldn't. They shouldn't not. I mean, it's it's weird enough that we've added companion. I mean, you know, my feelings on the from the very beginning were that companion shouldn't be allowed at all. Uh, it's going to be allowed still with this tax, and it's not very good. If you guys were looking to build Marath, Will the Wild, uh, with the Zerta component um, as companion. It's uh, it's not as potent, and I might advise just going a different route with Marath. And I might just, if you guys are still curious, I'll make a separate list for Marath 
Wall of the Wild. I've had mm. a lot of ideas uh, for a non-Zerto list that would be just as effective, uh, but a little bit slower. In in all honesty, I think the list is probably stronger now without Zerto as a companion, mm-hmm. sadly. Um, I can't say the same goes for Sissé. I think Sissé still has legs to stand on. It's not going to be as explosive, but the deck is going to be fun. Definitely. I mean, Sissé definitely lost um, things by including Giganta as a companion. You your couldn't play... Drain. Yeah, your yeah. mana drain, your force of will, things like that. So does Sissé go back to having no uh, Giganta? Or does it play it in the 99? Or do you just play it with the tax? We're going to have to find out. Yeah, so guys, if you built a companion deck... Uh, let us know how much this is going to be affecting your game. Do you imagine altering your list to being non-companion again? Or are you still going to be committed to this uh, as a game plan? It's still 101 cards, so you are getting that additional card to to work with. I think in most of these cases, though, it might just be better in the 99. I mean, overall, I'm disappointed with the new ruling. Um, <laughs> because it really didn't affect our format that much. And it gave us you know, more diversity in decks that I enjoyed seeing. Yeah. But I can understand it from a standard and a legacy and so many yeah. different decks that were that this broke yeah this was you know, crazy every time that i got like a email from one of the bigger channels like one of their names like channel fireball or tcg it was always about how some um deck was being broken because of companionship yeah yeah uh and like the blue white vintage oh it broke vintage too i mean yeah. it broke everything yeah Luris was crazy um so that's that's really all we have to say on this it, the the ruling was very brief um i we read it verbatim for you, but I guess I'll go ahead and leave a link in the uh, the June announcement for you guys so you can just read it down below. Yeah, I mean, going forward, do you think that they're going to continue printing companions? Is a companion like an evergreen thing? Uh, if we want to speculate, I'm going to say yes. I don't know how many more sets they're going to persist with this, but I don't think it's a very viable ability. I feel like I read somewhere that they're going to keep producing companions. I guess I'm still excited for it, but the fact that, it, again, it's at Sorcery, you're so right, it it ruins it. Because even if it was at Instance, at least you'd have the ability to interact with your opponent yes. on a given turn, on their turn, and then should you know push come to shove and nothing happens, you're able to at least get your companion into your hand um, at the start of uh, your turn, and you mm-hmm. just have it and you can top deck or whatever. I don't know if this... I can't. I don't see very many silver linings to this. I don't either. And I think that even though this is the current errata, it, it's not 100% set in stone. I think that they can go back and revisit this if it's, if it's just... Do you think two generic would have been better at Sorcery? Because at least you'd have a little bit of mana. If you're, playing, if you're trying to get this in your hand on curve... Yeah. I feel like they felt like two was still a little too good. I mean, obviously. Yeah. It's just... Three is high. Three is high, but yeah. there's a fine line between broken and just not very playable. So, Yeah, and it's usually that one mana difference. It's <laughs> it a, really could be. It's like Grim Tutor and Demonic Tutor. One is very broken. One, one is makes just okay. all the difference, yes. It's, it's so true, though. It's so true. I think two at Sorcery would have been better or three at Instant. Three at Instant would have been nice. I would still use it. I would have played it. So, Double Masters, guys, if you didn't know, it's a set that's releasing, I believe, August 7th? Later this year. Yes. And the world is exploding with pre-orders on double master boxes, some without the box toppers, <laughs> the box toppers removed, seen, some with box toppers. I've seen anywhere between 260 to 400. Low, 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 low end. So I see those, and then they're gone like this. Mm-hmm. And then on average, there's scalpers and people reselling pre-order packages yes. for 350 plus average, right? If you're looking on eBay, 
that's what you're generally going to find. You're going to have to probably rely on a trustworthy LGS to maybe nab a few. I know a few people on Reddit have been posting, you know, this is my local game store. Yeah. This is where I'm buying it. You can purchase them online. Uh, do we think from what has been released or at least announced thus far, there's 10 cards, is it going to be worth your money? So we've missed out on a lot of boxes before. Let's let's talk about Ultimate Masters. When that <laughs> first dropped and we saw the price tag, what was the price yeah. tag when we saw it? Was it maybe 200 250 Yeah. I, like on a I don't know. I mean, this is back when like boxes were 80 to $100. I mean, like, this this is just insane. Why would we pay this much? And then it boosted up to 400 Right after... Right after the release. It's crazy. And then we were yeah. kicking ourselves, and we were saying, you know what? We didn't want these cards anyway. And then two months later, I wanted all those cards. Yeah, I wound <laughs> up getting a Liliana. I wound up getting... I like wanted the card. I wanted everything. I wanted all those reprints. $400. I've never felt uh, FOMO, uh, Fear of Missing Out, so much since From after that Masters. event. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I felt that, too. It, it felt bad. And I think I was bitter because of that. And I never wound up buying a box of Mystery Booster, which I also really wanted. And a lot of our uh, fans of the channel here, uh, a lot of guys reach out to us on Discord telling us how they pulled like three mana crypts and they've pulled Ridiculous. all these amazing staples, like their Carpet of Flowers, all, all the stuff they needed uh, that we've talked about on the channel as being essentials uh, from the set. And mm -hmm. that was so good to hear. And Lord knows I need copies. I really feel bad I missed out, right? So, what were the odds of another Mana Crypt being printed this year? You know, pretty high. I mean, there, I, if you really look at the price of cards right now, even before the COVID spikes, they were ridiculous. Mana Crypt was $100. No, it was 150 plus. And then they reprinted it in Mystery Boosters, yeah. and we saw a drop right below 100 Yeah. And now we're back up again. Some instances. So, yeah. if anything, I'm very happy that it's seen hmm. another reprint. I agree. So... Double Masters thus far, uh, I'll put the cards on the screen for you guys, but what's been announced are Metacrypt, Kalia of the Vest, Atraxa, Praetor's Voice, Blightsteel Colossus, and Doubling Season. So technically only five cards, but you'll notice there are actually alternative arts being announced for these. I'm assuming these are the maybe within the box toppers or they might mm -hmm. be within the sets, but uh, there's alternative arts, uh, some you may like, some you may not like. Regardless, we're getting multiple, multiple copies of these cards, and that's a great thing because it's fueling the market with valuable reprints that yes. have needed to come for a while. And Mana Crypt getting hit on the head twice this year is insane for collectors looking to get into CDH in particular, because it is what we believe, like the number one card you should buy if you're trying to get into competitive scene or Mana just play Crips. a more efficient list. Yes. So the fact that we're seeing it twice is amazing. It's interesting that this is the year Commander, Double Masters isn't, hasn't been stated that it's a Commander set, but Atraxa and Kalia are kind of like popular Commanders. Atraxa mm -hmm. was a Commander from a Commander set. So Doubling Season 2. Doubling Season yes. is very good in Commander. It's interesting because I, I feel like... CDH, but Commander in general yeah. loves Doubling Season. This you is generally an awesome see card. it. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I don't think there's many competitive lists, because 5 CMC is a lot, mm -hmm. but the effect it has is insane. It's undeniably a good card. And it's an expensive card, like Blightseal. All these prints, these these cards we're talking about here, except for maybe Kalia, are at least $30 and up. Plus, I mean, Doubling Season was like 50 Blightseal was like 80 yeah. Mana Crypts, we just spoke about that. Crazy. Like, so, Mind you, these are a couple of the Mythics and Rares from the set, so you're not going to pull one in every pack. But on the whole, do you think the 360 price tag on pre-orders we're seeing now is a wise buy? No. No. I mean, personally, 
I've seen pre-orders sub $300 and I'm going to wait for that. I really do. I mean, I'm, I'm currently seeing them at 300 plus 400. That's crazy. Please hold out. Don't let FOMO get to you. There are going to be cheaper pre-orders. Yeah. They are also going to fluctuate a lot because once they start doing spoilers for this new set, of course, that's going to affect the hype and it's going to affect the price of the box. If you can find a pre-order 280, 275, I would say that is a safe pre-order. I would 100% purchase that if I was interested in owning these cards. Link in the description. Yeah. No, but again, <laughs> August 7th. I had to double check. It is August 7th, so we're a way away. Mind you, M21 is happening before this. So this is crazy because Double Masters has stolen the spotlight from Ikoria, M21, and who even cares about Commander Legends right now? Like, it's yeah. Double Masters. Double Masters is everything right Is the now. guaranteed set to have value, yes. right? And they started off very strong with the spoilers because these are all value. And a lot of these art reprints, some people love them, some people hate them. I think it's subjective. And maybe we can toss our sense in the ring here if you just want to briefly talk about some of the reprint art. Sure. Uh, they're awesome. They're really awesome in my book. So I totally agree with Justin. I definitely think you should hold off, you know, uh, my, the magic number for me, and I was telling Justin earlier, is like, I, I kind of want one for like 250 That's reasonable to me. Because like shipping, handling, tax, like it's going to get up there anyways. And I, I own copies of everything I would like. But, you know, multiple copies would be good. I don't know. It's just going to be a fun draft experience. And I think there's a different way to draft it too because of the number of cards. Oh, this would be a great draft in the, experience. In the packs. Yeah. But let's start with doubling season. And you guys can do some card analysis with us too. Do you like the new art for doubling season? I personally really like the vividness of the colors. I like the saturation of the colors. I don't necessarily like the art. It's not for me. But if we look back and we look at all the doubling season arts, I can't really say that I love any of them. Yeah, I was over the moon about the previous art. I think this one has a lot of character, and I think it makes more sense than the chart doubling season. It's yeah. getting a reprint in the set. The original art. Um, it makes more sense. I like it thematically. I think it's really goofy. So it's, you like the scroll one to the right? I like the I like the new one a lot. You like the new I one? I think it's cheesy as heck. I like the colors a lot. I agree. I agree yeah. with you there. And why I want to talk about art, because things like Monocrypt, the value of the original Monocrypt, or at least the promo one, yeah, uh, like the vaginal walls, what do they call that one? <laughs> that one's still... I own that one. Yeah. I love that one. It's still expensive. It's gone up. Yeah. Despite like the announcement of... Art buying is a thing for a lot of collectors. It's very much a thing. When you can afford a game, especially CEDH we're talking, this is a very expensive format. I love that as a cube owner and a, a two-deck CEDH owner, that I can go ahead and pick the art that I really want to play with. I love diversity in art. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, whatever resonates with you. And especially if you're going to spend like $100 on a Mana Crypt, I mean, you might as well dish out and get yeah. the one you really like. The next one on the list is Blightsteel. Wayne Reynolds, by the way. It's pretty dope. It's like, yeah. it doesn't read Infect to me. You know what? But the original didn't really either. And if you watched the latest video, I have a Pop-Tart altar of the Blightsteel Colossus. I love this new one too, though. I love the flow. I love that it's more animated. It's less stoic. It doesn't replace it, it's though. It's not. I mean, I like the original because it's very menacing, but I really, really like this new style. And yeah. it's... I mean, it's Wayne Reynolds. This is fantastic art. Yeah, no, the art's insane. I like that he maintained the look of the Blightsteel. A lot of times, there's going to be alterations to what that creature or character looks like. 
This looks exactly like the original. It does. Um, but just more animated. I really like it too. I'm, I'm total agreement. I think that that's gonna be like the must-own copy after this set releases. With Atraxa, uh, no offense Kev Walker, I love his work. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's not a it's not a huge upgrade. If you're a fan of the extended border art that MTG is releasing, this is probably the one you're gonna want to play mm -hmm. with anyways. I mean the Atraxa Praetor's voice that came out, I forget what Commander said. They're very expensive. So to they see are. a reprint at, with any art is amazing. And then they were bought out too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a while were... ago they were bought out. So the reprint I do really like of a legendary creature. Incredible. Yes, Kali the Vass, Scott Fisher. Thumbs up. That's the best new art I've seen so far. Yes. That is fantastic. From like any set this year. If I was playing Kalia, that would be easily, that would be the one I'd go for. It's so insane. Um, lighting, everything about this card is just immensely beautiful. I love it. And the, the leg tattoo, I'm just realizing now it's the same. Yeah. It's essentially like the mirror of the previous art, mm -hmm. but her hair Different is leg, like, but... Yeah. Hey, different leg, but I like it. I like it all the same. And Monocrypt is most subjective. And the thing I don't that, like it. The thing that really bothered me most, I like that it has flavor text now, but they mention this. This kills me because the flavor text <laughs> says Vault. And how many times have you been trying to tell someone how good Monocrypt was, but mistook it for a Vault? You're like, oh yeah, Mono Vault's amazing. It is, but. <laughs> I mess up Crypt and Vault all the time, and I'm going to even more now. They intentionally did this then. They intentionally did this. At this first they meme. thought the Vault was empty. Then the walls began to glow. <laughs> because there's really a Crypt. They couldn't, they couldn't just say Crypt? I don't know why. I actually really like the new art. I think it's super cheesy and fun. Yeah. I would love to play with this. I know it's going to be hopefully not too expensive. It's going to be one of those situations where, like the Masterpiece Mana Crypt, you should have bought it right after Kaladesh yeah. inventions. Like those masterpieces just dried up. You should have bought it when it was like that 200 plus range because now they're much more expensive. I feel like this, if it's if it's not likely to get another printing, uh, this is an art that will go up in value. Well, you gotta think what happened when Mystery Booster came out. Mana Crypt dropped in price. You were able to pick that up maybe on the low end of like $85. Mana Crypt? Yeah. That yeah, was that was through like then. private sale, yeah. Yeah, and then you were seeing 90, 100. Now we're up to like 115, 120, 130 plus, which is crazy. So I'm hoping to pick these up sub 100. dollars That that this, is a steal. This new art, or just any the, any the in general. Okay. I don't even care yeah. about the new art. I just want Mana Crypt to go down in price, so more people can get into our format. Totally agree. And really feel the power of how good this is. I totally it's agree. No, it's it's amazing. I'm really glad that it happened in Mystery Boosters. I'm really glad there's another printing here. Mm -hmm. um, and briefly, I guess we can touch on Corset 2021. Now, I remember going out to the pre-release for 2020. What'd you think of that? I didn't go. It was fun. I think that it was really well balanced. I didn't get the um, mistake print of the rider. What is it? The Orzhov oh, rider? The, the corpse knight? That was supposed to be a... Yeah, two, he, was, he was a 2-3 misprint. He was a 2-3, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, so essentially, Corset 2021. Spoilers start June 4th, so That's if you guys don't know... three days from now. We're recording June 1st. That's crazy, because like this is completely went under the radar. And like I said before, Double Masters is just double deucing on everything <laughs> right double now. Double dropping that. <laughs> teabag and everyone i was like wait wait core 21's coming up what yeah Th how many days away is this three days are so you kidding me the important things to note if you don't fatigued. know yet i'm fatigued are I'm you fatigued yeah let's just talk about that real quick there's been so many sets that have come out 
so many spoilers, so many like, hey, look what we're going to do. Do you want to throw money at us? Of course we do. The market is oversaturated, but Magic players, I mean, I'm personally fatigued, but a lot of people, they can keep going. Do do you not even want to talk about Secret Lair? Yeah, I'm tapping out right here. Secret Lair Summer Drop just started too, and we're not even... We're not even going to discuss that in this video, but essentially just a bunch of reprints with new art. Yeah, I mean, they're really hitting the market hard in a time where a lot of people don't have excess money, no. which is crazy to me. So, yeah. and this is a really bad time for FOMO because, I mean, if we're going to talk about that, that issue, a lot of people are indoors. A lot of people aren't going out as often as they could be. And I think that it's just extremely tempting to spend your time doing something, yeah. if that means online shopping. Uh, it's sort of feeding off the market. Now, this was probably their marketing strategy for the Secret Lairs and all these sets this year Regardless, anyways. Yeah. I think it's just bad timing with COVID. Just don't spend beyond your means. Yes. Yeah. Be wary. And um, we're not going to talk about Secret Lairs here. Um, you already know what that's all about. Yeah. I mean, they're they're very smart. Um, they're making money hand over fist for these cards. And I don't know if you know this, but if you buy the entire summer bundle, meaning all five Secret Lairs, you uh-huh. get a... Uh, alternative art fetch land that just comes with it so that's that's also how they're saying please buy all of our products we'll throw a fetch land at you yeah you know that no yeah but but keep in mind you know fetch land prices are pretty crazy right now they have gone up to everything's going up but they are also this year they said this year they're going to reprint fetch lands in another set oh so we'll screw it we're gonna get reprints you should wait i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait i don't need to buy a all, I'm probably going to use like three of those secret layer cards. But M21, it's going to be the set of Teferi. Teferi. So if you remember, Chandra was the previous Planeswalker they themed some of the cards after. Uh, there's a lot of cool cards in there. I actually use Chandra, Acolyte of Flame, if you guys don't know this, mm-hmm. in my Wart the Raid Mother deck. So if you guys haven't watched that deck tech, check it out. Um, Wart was just reprinted, and now Chandra has a home. Uh, the Chandras that released from that set... We're really decent. They were. And I like the art, too. Yeah, the Teferis that are releasing from the set. So Teferi, in general, is a busted Planeswalker. Think of all the Teferis that have plagued Standard. We have three Fairy. We have five Fairy. Mm -hmm. Those two cards have been so, so good that they've made into the Power Cube, which has a restricted Azoria slot. Insane. Um, Will they do it again? They're really good. Um, There's been rumors of... One of the fairies that's about to leak. I don't know if we want to talk about that or elaborate on that because it's not, yeah, guaranteed to be released. There's been leaks. Um, yeah. Pretty much the biggest leak overall is people are saying Grim Tutor is getting the reprint. This is the set for it. Yes. Don't mark my words by it, but multiple sources have said that this is most likely going to be the set. So if you've been hearing that too, and you've been holding onto your Grim Tutor. Like Justin said earlier, seller's market. I would personally sell Grim Tutor. I mean, if you're not using it, yeah, probably shouldn't be using it anyways. And most competitive list, unless you're mono black, you probably don't need Grim Tutor. But if that does get a reprint in this set, that's going to be crazy. It's going to drop the price of the 1999 starter. I mean, I would hope. Collectors are going to still want it, but yeah, that's the value just isn't there anymore. Yeah. It's not a reserve list card. So if it does get a reprint, it's going to be insane. Keep in mind, also, Imperial Seal is not a reserve list card. I, it's not, it's, they're not going to put Grim Tutor and Imperial Seal in no, 21. They can't do that. No one would care. Grim Tutor would be, have to be an uncommon but anytime, with that effect. <laughs> Seriously. Anytime, though, that we're talking about cards and the crazy spikes that we're seeing, ask yourself, is this a reserve list card? 
Does this deserve the price that it's currently at? If it's not, hold off. Yeah. Hold off. Be smart. Again, again, don't spend beyond your means, as Justin was saying. Uh, but M21 is going to be releasing later this month. Get excited for that. I'm excited for spoiler season. I love spoiler season. Likewise. It's the best <laughs> so part. Fun. So hang tight. We're going to be talking about this set on the show, obviously. Whether it's going to be like a weekly update with the spoilers we've seen thus far, potential deck options for them. Just hang tight for that. Um, I do love to analyze and discuss cards as they come out. So if you want a fresh take, uh, stay tuned to the channel for that. Um, other than that, guys, the last thing we really wanted to touch on were some of the price hikes we're seeing. It's crazy. Again, I think COVID-19 is affecting a lot of the market right now, and we're seeing insane buyouts of staple cards. Yes. And I'd hate to think we contributed to any of this. I know some people jokingly said it. I doubt. Our following's not that big. But it, as it so happens, things that are staples in Commander happen to be very, very, very valuable. And we've seen spikes in a lot of cards, but the ones we're going to mention today are things like Wheel of Fortune. This card's $170 on average, apparently. I don't know who's buying it at that rate, but the card itself, maybe what? I, a year back, I bought one copy for $45.50. Yeah, and, and that was extremely cheap because you got it at a deal. I got it for maybe like $60, $70. Sub $100. This is, this is more than doubled in price. Yes. Uh, so it was hovering around the $100 mark in March. And, and this is revised. This is the revised about. version, mind you. There's a couple of copies of Wheel of Fortune. Uh, whenever you hear us talk about Wheel of Fortune, it's going to be the revised version. The coolest looking, <laughs> the coolest looking one. The coolest the looking one. The non-judge promo, actually obtainable, non-beta alpha unlimited. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, don't buy it. Don't buy it from TCG Player. Link down below. Just don't buy it. It's not a good time. You know what? I really don't think it's a great time to buy many things. And, I mean... We joked well, about it last time. We saw everything increasing, and we said, well, why aren't the duels increasing? Well, those are increasing now. And if you look at any finance forum, any type of advice when it comes to duels, the best time to buy duels is when? Yesterday. Yeah, everyone says that. Yeah. Not right now. I still advise you hmm. to not buy duels right now. This is crazy what we're seeing. Do you see a potential downtrend at all? So... I'd like to think that because of stimulus checks, because of the loss of TCG Player Direct, because of Star City Games, because of all these major sellers have not listed stock, that buyouts are easily more possible, right? So things will go back to normal. I don't know when that'll happen. It could be a couple months, it could be a year from now. Will they ever drop below the COVID spike? You know, mm. will they ever drop to the prices that they were previously before these spikes happened? Probably not. Not necessarily. Especially not these reserveless cards. But they yeah. will 100% be cheaper than they are right now. This is more than organic demand. Yes, there have been spikes across the board. It's definitely not a time to buy. I mean, cards we were just recently talking about. Gilded Drake has shot up to something like $140 on average from the 80 I think we might have mentioned it in our staples video. It's still a staple. At this price, I have to say refrain. Same thing with Guy's Cradle. 500 plus? 500 plus? That happened maybe over the last 48 hours? Like these these spikes, these particular spikes? Um, yeah, it's absurd right now. It's not a great market to be in if you're looking or interested into getting into CDH. So again, refrain, abstain, don't buy through the link in the description. You know, but, even, even the gold borders have increased. Which is, it's like, you can't do the, I get it though. You know, you can't do the one thing, so you're going to do the other. That's more affordable. 
But again, gold border, not the same thing. It's not a legal card, technically. So, yeah. yes, it is printed uh, by Watsi. So, if that matters to you, then you get that. But otherwise, guys, if you are so insistent on picking up the cards, I will encourage you to do so through the link in the description at TCG Player. Your fetch lands, your duels, some of the best high prices everywhere. But honestly, the best prices. So if you're going to do it anyways, guys, buy through the link in the description. You'll be hooking up the channel. You'll be hooking up yourself. Everyone's happy. Or, if this is more your speed, you can use Anchor, Support Fund, and or Patreon to help out the channel. Guys, we really appreciate you. Everyone's support up till now. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It really makes a world of difference here. And I want to thank you all personally. Yeah, go for it. We got in a, in a little song. Uh. <laughs> oh, really? You want to sing? Nah. No? Carolyn we... Tuesday style? I actually would want to practice a song because I feel like we're decent singers. No, seriously. Hold tight for that. Seriously, we're not that bad. Thank you. No, I mean, I've seen you karaoke. I've seen you karaoke. Well, like, can we actually practice for next time? With for Yeah, for next time. But if they know if we're serious, then we might get more critical. <laughs> They're going to shit comment. <laughs> Go back to karaoke. <laughs> but, but Adam, Ali, Jarn, y'all would never say that. Brendo, Bruno, Burden, you know we're the best singers. We don't need to prove anything. I've seen Carl karaoke with us once or twice. Christopher and Clyde, too. Some of the best singers I've ever seen. Sunday Morning Maroon 5, Clyde nails it every time. <laughs> Craig, Dante, Dave, they're more Whitney Houston fans, mm -hmm. but their karaoke styling's my favorite. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun to have a MTG karaoke for the Patreon member? <laughs> Didn't we want to make MTG-related songs one time? I fun. still do. Like I parodies. know, I know you do. I would love to. It'd be really funny. Um, Frank, Frankly, Gregory, Goulias, Harry... Thank you so much for your patronage. Jacoby, Jake, Jared, Jason, Javier, John, Mace? Jordan, Josh. Josh. Thank you so much. That's not the highest I can go. What's the highest you can go? Oh, it wasn't even high. <laughs> do, it, do it here. Josh, <laughs> go up, go up. Who we got, Joshua? Joshua. Joshua! Kev, <laughs> Kevin, Leon. You can already tell he's going to be an amazing singer. Leonardo, Luke, Mason, Mahoymanoy, Nathan, Nick. I'm really trying to shoot through here. Olive. Paul, Rennell, Running Red, Sam, Shade. Ooh, the barrel's getting hot. <laughs> Shord, Submox, The Holy Knight, Trent, and Shao Fan. Thank you guys so much for your patronage. You all are the best, the super fans. We owe you everything. And yet nothing. <laughs> we do owe you everything. I appreciate you. You owe them so good content, fool. Yeah, I do. I do. So I'm going to make sure I edit this out in good time for you all. So you, the word is out there. Stop buying those pre-ordered double masters. No, Stop please, buying please. those singles. Unless it's through TCG Player, link in the description. $280 for that booster box. Wait. If you can find that. Then. 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 Not at $350 plus. No. Don't be crazy. No. Don't it releases too, in August. There's going to be more boxes by August. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. My name is Patrick Marlott. Justin Rodriguez. And happy brewing, babies. I can't wait to sing.